I'm Aria Schwartz, along with my co-host, Rachel Galligan, and welcome to the Windsider Show, where it's all about the W. This episode, we have a cult hero and a fan favorite. like our show, please consider joining our Patreon community. For less than a cup of coffee a month, you can directly show support for the hard work that we do covering the W. Like I said, this episode, we have a cult hero and a fan favorite. If you haven't figured it out yet, I'd like to welcome Sophie Cunningham to the show. Sophie, welcome, and how's it going? Hi, thanks for having me. Of course, of <laughs> course. Um, so something that I'm sure you've been asked every time, so we'll get it out of the way early. Can you talk to me about the transition of going from the NCAA to the WNBA. Yes. Well, let me tell you, it is night and day, but it's a good night and day. Um, you know, it's it's your rookie season, and um, there there's a lot of highs, there's some lows, and it's just a huge transition. I mean, you come from a college team that uh, you're the best player, you're the go-to player, um, and then you come uh, onto a team, which I'm very blessed to, uh, with some goats on the team. I mean, I'm playing with Tarasi, Brittany Griner, Duana Bonner, um, and I mean, those are the, some goats of our game. And so, um, my role looks a little different, uh, but I, I'm being a sponge and I'm trying to soak up all the knowledge I can. Uh, but it's been awesome. I've learned a lot and just kind of seeing them play in person and being on their team. Uh, it's been a great, uh, experience so far. Sophie, you mentioned goats on this team, which you, no one's going to necessarily argue that. And, and I can speak yeah. for so many people when you were, uh, when it was announced that you were going to Phoenix, so many of us were like in complete awe of the fact of having you and Tarazi out on the court together. Um, you learning under Tarazi, two players with like a severe amount of edge to them, which um, mm -hmm. I personally love so much. Talk a little bit about <laughs> what has it been like playing with her, learning under her? I mean, I know you haven't gotten a chance to play a ton, but what, what has it been like being with her day in and day out? What has she taught you? Yeah, um, it is funny because I... In college, I, I had that edge, and I still have it, but I haven't really gotten to shown it yet. And so that's still in my back pocket, and people are waiting to see it, and I'm ready to show it whenever. Um, but I, it's, it's been really great. I mean, in training camp, uh, you're just learning so much. You're learning a new system. You're learning new plays, and um, you're, you're seeing what other players can do. So there's just so much learning within that, that training camp time. Um, that I, I just kind of felt overwhelmed and like, I, I'm not, a, I'm not someone who is good when I, when I have to think about stuff. And, um, she finally pulled me inside one day and she's like, she's like, so she's like, you have been playing probably since you can remember. She goes, you know, like you're a stud, you know what to do, like go out there and have fun, go play. And she goes, just remember to always stay ready. But at the end of the day, you're doing what you love. You have the best job in the world. Just go out there and have fun. And, um, it's funny that she said that cause my, my mom and dad always used to say that they're like, you know, you put in the work and, uh, you know what you can do now it's time to go out there, have fun, show your emotion and, and go laugh and smile, go enjoy the game. And so, um, it was pretty cool that she also told me that though. Yeah. So, so was that kind of a, a pivotal moment for you in this, in this early, you know, in your young career as you were adjusting <laughs> to that, is that kind of a pivotal moment where you felt like it kind of eased up on you a little bit? 
Yes, for sure. Because, I mean, a lot of people know that uh, there's not a lot of WNBA players who get drafted and, and stick in the in the W. And um, people who go to Mizzou, uh, it's, it's new, and it was kind of new for all of us. And so um, I was kind of like that guinea pig um, to, to be the first to do it, you know? And so, um, I, I didn't have a lot of help of what to, um, expect from training camp. And so I was kind of just thrown in with the wolves, but you know, um, it was good for me. Uh, I'm glad I did it. Uh, but now, you know, I'm comfortable. I'm comfortable. I'm confident. Uh, my teammates are starting to believe in me and trust me more and more. Um, and I mean, the other day I got, um, uh, a flagrant. So I, I got, um, I got fined, you know? <laughs> Um, and so I, I came back and Diana's like, Hey, I love it. And she goes, and honestly, I'll pay for every, every time you get fined. I'm like, well, mark your words then because. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you you mentioned Missouri, you know, we're talking about kind of transition a little bit. One thing just from me having my, my coaching eyes on, you know, one of the biggest changes I've seen within you just with even the last six months um, has been your body and, and the leanness of your body. Um, how, mm-hmm. Has your nutrition changed since you entered the WNBA? Can, can you talk on that a little bit? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So I've always, um, I've always wanted to eat healthy, but like at the end of the day, I always find myself <laughs> like eating McDonald's, eating Taco Bell, you know, eating something fast. Um, but mm-hmm. out here in Phoenix, uh, I mean, our practice and our training camp it was like literally right in the middle of the day. So. I literally only ate one meal a day and it was massive. It was huge. It probably wasn't the healthiest. Um, but now that I'm kind of getting my routine out here, I have actually uh, been more um, aware of what I've been eating. And so, yeah, I, I've, I've been doing better with that. But then again, I am, I'm also um, a rookie and they, you don't really get much breaks. And so you're constantly running at practice. And uh, so I think that's kind of helped me lean out a little bit too, but I do feel quicker and everyone's like, you look quicker. I'm like, well, I feel quicker. So it's good. It's good <laughs> well, that's good. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> so Sophie, talk to me. You've been playing basketball your whole life. Like you said, from, you know, pre-K mm-hmm. to the pros, what stands out as your favorite basketball moment of your career? Oh man, that's hard. That's really hard. I'm just going to throw in there though. Well, maybe the younger, the younger people or the parents who are listening that um, I didn't just play basketball my whole life. I, I did soccer, volleyball, gymnastics, golf, swimming, horseback riding. Football. Um, and you played probably football. Some in, oh, soccer. Yeah, soccer, football. So, like, we, me and my sister, we did it all. And I think it really it helps you not get burnt out. Uh, it helps, like, with – I mean, with soccer, it helps with your footwork, and it helps with your agility. So all these little things kind of help me become where I am today. So I think try to play as many sports as possible, but – um, I think that my favorite basketball moment, well, I have a couple. Um, one was my junior year uh, in college, and um, we, we played Tennessee at home, and we set the attendance record, and um, it was just like my childhood dream coming true. I mean, the, the gym was fully packed, and um, I, I had a really good game, um, and it just felt like, you know, my, my dreams came true right there. And and then, of course, the South Carolinas, and we beat them at home, the buzzer beater, all that kind of stuff. But we don't have to get all into that either. <laughs> <laughs> we, we won't go there. We won't go there. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I, I, one, one of the things I think that's so fascinating about you, outside of um, your versatility and kind of about playing different sports and not getting burnout, I think that's so important to hear, you know, some a professional mm-hmm athletes say something like that because I, I, I do think there's a lot of weight with that but um, 
I want to talk about your family and I want to switch gears from that. You have a very close knit family. Um, you grew up on a farm or at least working on a farm. Um, yep. Can you t- tell the listeners, you know, fans of the WNBA about that and what kind of that, that work ethic has instilled in you? Yes. Um, so, yeah, my background probably looks a little different than um, a lot of professional athletes. I mean, uh, a lot of these um, players, they, they, they have professional athletes as parents. And um, my family was not that. Uh, but we were farmers, and it's a different type of um, work hard. And so I grew up on a, a farm with 25 horses. Um, yeah. My dad was a contractor um, in Colombia, and my mom worked for the governor. And so um, my my grandparents, who so we had 25 horses at our house, and then when we kind of got into sports and got busy with that, we moved into to, into town, Colombia. And so we moved all our horses out to um, my grandparents and. Um, they live in Williamsburg, Missouri, a little shout out. Um, they, <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah. <laughs> and they farm 2,500 acres of soybean and corn. And so, um, uh, it's a lot, but I think that, um, farmers just have a, a different work ethic. I mean, it, it's a job that's not pretty. It, you, you're in the heat, you're in the cold, um, but it has to get done. And so I just felt like nothing was ever given to me and I've always had to work for everything that um, I've ever accomplished and, and I kind of look back at my family and it's like the same thing and um, I don't regret it and I, I wouldn't change a thing um, we're just blue collared um, hard working people and I, I really have um, it hasn't been easy like I said but I've had a great support system I mean my grandparents um, when I lived in Columbia they didn't miss a, a game since I was in sixth grade and wow. so um and and it was one game because they were at a funeral you know at one of their friends and um so when we have grandparents like that and people from kansas city um and just surrounding family members and and our friends coming out of the woodwork uh it really does kind of make you want to put on for your city even more because you have so much support system and um, like i said i've been very blessed to have such a a positive and big support system because it, it is not easy to do what we do but i am very lucky to have them so I got to ask you, uh, I believe I heard, and correct me if I'm wrong, you and your sister have some pigs named after you. And oh, yeah. <laughs> now, now, in Minnesota, when you've really hit, like, celebrity fame, we do butter sculptures. Have you ever had a butter sculpture made of you? I have not. <laughs> Who asked that question? What is wrong with you? That it's is a, so funny. Well, I mean, when you, when you come from a from a farming community, you never know what what's gonna show up. And so, I mean, I kind of represent, and I'm proud of where I come from. And I'm like, you know, what? for this fun fact, everyone's like, oh, like I can eat, I like Snickers, like that's my fun fact. I'm like, okay, screw that, like I I'm going for it. And so, you know, when I went out there, I was like, my my grandpa still makes fun of me because I know how to drive a combine. But like I'm not I'm not out there actually like driving the combine if you know what I'm saying and so um, you know I'm trying to get endorsed by John Deere I'm trying to do all that kind of stuff but yes. uh, no that was so funny and the EU payroll hit me up and so yeah it was fun it was a good time that's amazing <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right John oh, Deere give her give her that endorsement let's go we need it yeah I know right um, <laughs> <laughs> I'll make sure I'll give you a shout out on Twitter too see if you get this done. <laughs> Um, okay, thanks. All right. <laughs> Sophie, it, it wouldn't be 
a conversation with you without touching on the elephant in the room, which is great because I hear elephants are your favorite animals. Um, <laughs> I love how you did that. Love them. Uh-huh. I'm, I told you, I'm on it. I'm on it, man. Yeah. I've got you my insiders. Um, <laughs> so the, 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 the dirty player. Um, and for mm-hmm. the record, um, we did see the play the other night. Aria and I both have our own opinions on what we think that play looked like. But I'm just going to go ahead and put it out on record right now. Um, I have watched you play since you were in high school when I was coaching college and all through your collegiate career. And I don't know if it's a loyalty to my friends at Missouri or whatnot, but whatever it is, regardless, for the record, Sophie Cunningham is not a dirty player. Okay. And if anybody wants to combat that, feel free to come at me. I really don't care. Well, I just don't like how you, you, wait a second, Rachel, you presented it like I think she is. (laughs) No, 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 no. All right. No, no, no. He doesn't either. You, you, you can give your voice after this, but I'm just going to, I'm going to go at everybody on Twitter who's coming at her because I don't like it. Um, and, and because I'm saying this because in order to be considered dirty, there has to be a level of intention there. And I have never seen a level of intention there from you in terms of being dirty. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like you're just aggressive. You are a highly aggressive Mm -hmm. player with an edge to you. We talked about it earlier in the show. Um, you're unapolo- unapologetically yourself. Does it sometimes get a little bit into the gray air? Of course. Are you sometimes going to get yeah. picked up for a flagrant? Yeah, that's going to happen. But to call mm-hmm. you a dirty player, I will vigorously disagree with until the day I die. All right, Aria, go. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, okay. So <laughs> I, I, oh, thank you. <laughs> I, yeah, I personally don't think you are either. I think it's completely born, blown out of proportion. But I think that element that you bring not only to your style of play, but to the league is insanely important. Um, for the growth of this league. And that's been something that I've stood strong on for a very long time, um, which brings me up to my question, which is, and I have to ask this, do you think there's more trash talk in the W or in college basketball? Oh, my gosh. I, I think it's college. And and, I, and I'm surprised. But really? Actually, hold on, let me take that back. When you have Diana Taurasi <laughs> on your team, then then there's a lot of a lot of trash talk. But <laughs> – but other teams just don't, and and maybe I, it's because it's um, we haven't been in like too of a too much of a physical game yet. But I honestly think that some, SEC was actually right now for me so much more physical than the W lets you be. And I don't know if they're trying to prevent the trash talk or what. But my mm-hmm. style of play is is you know get, like rolling up my sleeves and getting down and dirty. That that's my I'm gonna outwork ya. I, I'm I'm aggressive. And like you guys said, I, I'm not going to apologize for the player that I am. And and like you said, I, there's always room for me to grow and get better and learn from, okay, maybe that was – maybe I shouldn't do that. You know what I mean? And I'm reflecting mm-hmm. on myself, but there's never – I'm not I'm not dirty. And I think people don't like me because I, I'm an annoying player and I'm never going to stop. I don't care what the <laughs> score is. Like, I, I'm feisty and I'm competitive. And, um, you know, I show some stuff and – I will also say this, and I know people are going to probably go at me for saying this, but I have I don't I don't start stuff. I respond to stuff, and so mm-hmm. if, if if you say something to me, you know I like I'm, I'm saying something right back to you. But like I have I I don't start mm-hmm. stuff, and so um, my my play, my physicality might might start something in their head, but I've never I, I this is how I play. I don't know, but I really do appreciate you guys saying that and. Uh, people can call me dirty. You can call me whatever you want. But at the end of the day, like, I'm me. I'm not going to change because you don't like the way I play. And um, I'm at the highest level for a reason. And so um, 
say what you want, but uh, I'm Sophie and I'm staying with uh, what I um, have always been. Well, and, and if you didn't, if you didn't have that, that element to you, you wouldn't be yeah. where, where you're at right now. I mean, we all can, we all can agree on no. that. And, and, you know, I, I, yeah. people are going to have their opinion and I, I understand that as well. But um, how, how do you, you know, because I know you are a very faith filled person. Um, you seem like a very kind and, you know, generous, loving person. I, I'm curious, does that weigh on you? You know, I know you've, you've kind of dealt with this criticism for a few years now. Um, and it kind of comes yeah. with the territory with how you play, but um, how how do you handle that? Yeah, so um, I think my first time ever, like, really questioning, um, like, because my faith is super important to me, and and it's so funny that people on other teams uh, think I'm like the meanest, like like <laughs> the the worst person ever. Because honestly, like, I, I love people, I love meeting new people, I um, love helping, I love getting out of the community, I love doing all that type of stuff. Uh, but they don't see that because they just see the the competitive side of Sophie. And it's like when I step in the lines, I'm a totally, I'm a completely different person than I am outside of basketball. Um, mm-hmm. But I think my first time having to kind of handle and like reflect and, and and really know what I'm trying to get done and who I'm supposed to be um, happened after the South Carolina game when I when I did I had to get rid of social media. Um, I just kind of was like, you know, I I kind of feel bad because like I'm not a bad person, but when you hear all that stuff and that's all you're reading, it does kind of make you think like, you know, what, what are people, what do people think I'm doing, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I, my family was great. My sister actually um, got like 40, 30, 30 to 40 members of my family. And they all wrote me um, a card, like a short little note. And my sister attached a picture to it and she, she wrote out a big thing and, uh, I'll make it short, but she, all she said was like, you know, if these people um, were the only ones judging you, and you know, these people know who you are on and off the court, and if and if the like, don't worry about what anyone else thinks unless it's these forty people. And um, it was really nice. It kind of brought me to tears a little bit, and I don't like that because I, sure. I I don't cry. You know, I'm tough, but um, <laughs> but it was just super nice because I mean, those people know who I am. They know where my heart's at, and. And so I, I didn't care what people thought. I mean, I think that just really helped to have her support and my family support. That's amazing to hear. I want to ask you real quick, one of our last questions, what is your top of your career goals? Like when you leave the W, what do you want your mm-hmm. legacy to be? That's a tough question. Um, <laughs> you know, I it is a tough question, but I – I see these players and, and, and I, and I know my capabilities and I know that I'm going to be putting extra work and I just feel like I can make a dent in this league. And I think my biggest thing is um, to just, I just want to leave people um, with the impression that I I'm confident, I'm feisty, but, but at the end of the day, like I'm here to inspire and, and impact young kids to do what they want. It doesn't have to be basketball. It can be, whatever their niche is, if it's music, dance, math, science, any of that, but go out there and, and be the hardest worker and don't forget to enjoy it. Make sure you smile, make sure you laugh and try to treat um, others how you want to be tweeted. Tweeted. That works in tweeted. today's modern day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> I, yeah, but um, I don't really know what my legacy is, but right now I think I just want to impact people's lives in a, in a very positive way um way and i think in in this world and this society today that people just want to latch on to something that's good and something that's positive and uh that's what i'm trying to do with my platform 
Well, Sophie, I can tell you that you are well on your way with that. You have impacted thousands of lives, <laughs> even uh, in this early point of your career. We thank you so much for being on the show, um, getting to know you a little bit more, letting the fans get to know you. Um, mm -hmm. Best of luck the rest of the season. Oh, well, thank you. And I really appreciate meeting you guys, too. Yes, it's been awesome. We believe the players of the WNBA and its community deserve the same in-depth analysis and respect that men's sports receive on a daily basis. In that regard, please consider joining our Patreon community to help support us in the hard work that we do. Thank you.